This is a podcast from Rover. Hello, good morning. Welcome in. You're locked on Rural Exchange, the show known as Rex. You're listening on Today FM and you can listen to the podcast anytime by downloading the Rover app. You can listen back to the whole show, the Saturday and the Sunday edition, and individual interviews as well. We're here thanks to Carter's Tyres, the agricultural tyre specialist. Visit carterstyres.co.nz or call 0800-4CARTERS. All your tyre requirements are sorted. Righty-ho, well, we're going to catch up, uh, we we will, we were, well, we're going to catch up on things like, of course, I'll I'll bring in Bex right now, Bex Greaves, of course, back in the Palmerston North Studio, over from Pongaroa, where uh, her farm, for those of you who didn't catch the show yesterday, um, has taken like an old-fashioned belting. But Vex, uh, yeah, we hate. We actually don't hate the word resilient, but you are being that. But you know, uh, uh, I think we've talked enough yeah. about my farm. To be honest, yeah. Hamish, my farm is is minor. It's so minor compared to so many things that yeah. I'm hearing. I know and you seeing. can say that, but I've seen footage of your farm, so you have every right to be. You know, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. people are sick of hearing about my farm, though. Oh, Let's no, talk look, about some other things. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I don't think they are because they want to be able to understand. And what we get from you is firsthand, actually, what it is like. You know, well, to see your fa- your partner, your husband, your, your your business partner, and and he see you. You know, and go, oh man, this is raw. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think. Um, we haven't seen many other farms because yep. they actually can't get any images out. So yeah. oh, that's right. We mine probably this. will pale in significance, we, I imagine, compared to a lot of what we're, we're yet to see. Yeah, um, um, that's what was our theme yesterday is mm. uh, we ain't seen nothing yet. We've seen the tip of the iceberg and what's to come, unfortunately, and we do have a bit of insight into this, is going to be horrendous. Okay, um, well, the plight of horses and animals has been widely uh, publicised following the devastation of the cyclone. I don't even want to give the cyclone a name. I hate it so much. A large group of volunteers is working hard to coordinate the search for missing animals and get much-needed supplementary feed and essential supplies into Hawke's Bay. We're joined today by uh, Elizabeth Charleston of NZ uh, Equestrian Scene. Elizabeth, welcome onto the show. Um, gee, you've been busy. Um, yes, it's been. It's quite a busy few days, but it's interesting you said that the word hate. I've thought that very same thing about the cyclone we can't name. Yeah. I've, I've got hate towards this situation. It's yeah. just, it is devastating. And this is, we've all flung into action to try and help these horses. I mean, and the cats and the dogs as much as possible. We have primarily focused on trying to get help for the horses, though, and the equestrian community. That's our push. Yeah. So, Lizzie, what is the situation in Hawke's Bay right now? Because I know that there's been some centres and some hubs set up. Can you explain what's going on on the ground at the moment? Um, there is a, going to be a high loss um, in regards to numbers of the horses. We are getting miraculous stories, though, of survival. Mm. Try, not, try not to get upset. Um, but, so... I got a video on, was it Monday morning when it first started? And it was of flooding through Esk Valley. And straight away I was getting told horses are getting swept away. And I got granted permission to post that video. And I said straight away, we need to organise feed. We need to get vet care. We need to get supplies down there. This is going to be catastrophic. Um, I reached out to the New Zealand um, Equestrian Federation, um, Equestrian Sports New Zealand, which it's known as. 
um, the Royal Ag Society, uh, Federated Farmers, anyone that I can try and think of to get something going. Um, people would get back to me and it just sort of started growing. There's a woman on the ground in Hastings called Ocean Heart Trick that has been phenomenal. Um, I've got a good lady up here in the Waikato with me called Lindley Shollin. Yesterday morning, she said to me, Lizzie, what do you want? And it was around about 9 o'clock, and I said, I want drugs, and I want a helicopter. And 12 hours later, we were unloading medical supplies for these horses um, at, at the location for the helicopter. Anita Vella has been so generous with the use of this helicopter. Yeah. Um, sorry if I jump and change no. direction all the time, but there's just so much. But going back, okay, so your hubs. We've established um, uh, MPI. Yes. Yes, there we go. And Hoo-Ha. They are set up at Wall Road at uh, Hawke's Bay Racing Club in Hastings. Mm. Now, this hub, there's, I've been speaking to Richard Fenwick. He's the track manager for the race course. He, gosh, he's been brilliant to deal with. What a decent chap he is. Um, there's the, the starting stalls that they use on race day. They've been pulled out of their big shed, and that's going to be used for hay to be delivered. Um, so we've now got trucks rolling in um, as of today, coming with hay, feed, grandstands um, at the race course. That's home now to cats and dogs and even a goldfish, from my understanding. Yes, I heard there was um, a goldfish there. <laughs> there was a goldfish. Um, but there's also the story of Jenna Mars with her horse that we managed to, amongst this, we managed to find this beautiful grey horse. But there was also the story of her goat on a boat. <laughs> yes. Precious? Is it called Precious? <laughs> Yeah. I can't remember, sorry. It was just, all I remember was the goat on the boat. Um, but going back to that race course, um, if you've got a horse and you need help for it to be uh, stabled or a paddock somewhere safe, where there's going to be food and vet care, head to Wall Road, which is beside the race course, and that's where you have Hoo-Ha and the Ministry of Primary Industries set up with those things. We've got good hubs like with Ocean. She's um, been working out of Montana Arena at Bridge Park. The great thing about Bridge Park is that the aerodrome is right beside it. And just in, in the last hour, we've had um, Vela's helicopter land with medical supplies. And they've been picked up by people and taken around to Montana. And like when we're frantically organising people to come and pick them up, the messages are coming through saying... These horses are coming in, they're injured, we need the vets, they've got to be stitched up. It's just... Oh. Yeah, and I'm a member of that group, as you know, so I'm seeing all these messages as I'm sitting here doing the show, you know, urgently needed vet attention, urgently. Someone needs to go unload the helicopter. I mean, it's, it's frantic stuff going on behind the scenes that people just don't even realise, or out, people outside of the area probably don't understand. But what's heartwarming is that there will someone will reply and they'll say, Lizzie, we're doing it. We're on it. We're making yep. this happen. And we're, we're, everyone's just out to help everyone. Um, and that's what that's what I find hard about being from Hawke's Bay and caring. I mean, I would care if it wasn't Hawke's Bay. I would care if it was anywhere. But, um, yeah. you know, not being able to actually be on the ground and help. When you were asking for someone before to unload the chopper, I was like, gosh, I just wish I was there because I would go and unload this chopper, you know? Mm. <laughs> So, um, so today we had Lindley Shalom did go down on the helicopter, which is great. She's such a good lady. She used to be the organiser at uh, Equidays, held at Mystery Creek. Um, I've known her since I was a kid. We work well together. And, I mean, I'd love to have gone down to help with this. 
but it, it would be stupid of me. I've recently had my spine fused. I had an accident last week, and I've herniated more discs in my neck. Oh, um, Lizzie. I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a walking casualty myself at the moment, and it would just be stupid. So my job is to sit at my cottage in the Waikato and do whatever the heck I can. I'm in the vehicle. I'm parked up outside Starbucks in Hamilton at the moment with um, and a friend's giving me some sugar to... Keep me going. Yeah. Um, we've just oh. been collecting a, a bags of dog food from an anonymous donation, which um, just people have been so kind. And we just thank goodness for this helicopter, though, to get things there as quickly as possible. Yeah. I can't really yeah. stress that- enough how the urgency of getting stuff there as quickly as possible. And now we're sort of, we want to get another helicopter load, like with some harder drugs. There are legal um, issues because I can't send down a, a bottle of drugs to euthanise a horse and just hand them out to anyone. Um, so we've got legal issues that we're working sort of against in some ways because we're just desperate for these animals to get the care that they need. And if that means, oh, sorry, putting them down, mm. they have to be put down. That's the reality. We can't yeah. have these animals suffering. And that's, I mean, the animals that have survived, oh, poor things that have been through hell. <sighs> But now they've got injuries, and it's those injuries that become life-threatening in the days. If they don't get the treatment, um, their legs are puffing up, you're going to get yeah. infections. Um, you can just imagine that the carnage. It is a war zone, and and yeah. people are responding as they should, thank goodness. Yeah. Elizabeth, out of this, there has been uh, one or two heartwarming stories I've heard as well. The, the foal. The foal, yeah. the foal was the one that got me. Yeah. My goodness. Oh, it's things like the foal. It just gives you hope. And I'm trying my best with my equestrian page on Facebook. I'm trying to share the happy stories as well because we've got to keep giving people hope. Absolutely. We've got to keep giving people hope that are on the ground looking for their horses. They're frantically searching. I mean, like some, and I know there's shortages of petrol and stuff. Um, There's just, but now there's, Stories about animals now getting horses getting stolen after they've been rescued, yeah. and we don't know if those are getting ridden to go do searching. So they've been sort of a, so an acquisition to help someone's personal cause to find their family. Um, that that's actually what's yeah I've heard that too. So I mean that's how desperate, yeah. but doesn't that just show how desperate oh, people are? Stealing me. a horse it's to try and go find their loved ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's just, just uh, wow. Um, like there's the river that. And I don't want to say the location, but a 30-metre-wide river is turned into a three-kilometre-wide river. Mm. It's just taking things out. They don't exist. Um, I'm not going to be here and speculate on the loss of human life. Um, I can't go into that. But yeah, as far as the horses and goes, like, but the, the offerings that we've had from businesses and individuals the horse rugs that are getting loaded up into trucks all around New Zealand the hard feed, the hay just the lead ropes, the halters, the most basic things that we need, like everything's been washed away and the help that's coming and and I know what it's like to be in a state of crisis and you need help straight away and like these people realise it's going to be hours if not days until they get help. So that's why everyone's kicked in like they did. They realised, we've got to sort this out now. Mm. So, so we're li- on our own. Lizzie, here's my big question. For those who are not in Hawke's Bay, who can't get there, um, what 
what is how can we best help? What is the single thing or you know, what would you recommend people do if they want to make a monetary donation or send supplies okay, away? So I was speaking with um, Katie from Equestrian Sports New Zealand a few nights ago and I said, look, we, we need a bank account of some sort. And she agreed with that. And then about an hour later, I contacted her and I said, could we do it through Equestrian Sports New Zealand? Because it's the National Federation and I did not want to be recommending to people bank accounts and things that I couldn't guarantee. And that's why I chose to go to our National Federation to have um, transparency and credibility and faith that when I say to people, please donate to Equestrian Sports New Zealand's um, New Zealand Fund Relief for the flood, I say that with confidence that that money is going to be utilised. I, I think it was, gosh, was it up to $50,000 was it this morning, which was about to I haven't been given the official go-ahead to say that, but um, mm. it's wow. popping up. And, I yeah. want, and certain, there were certain requests when I asked for that banking out to get set up was me and I need for the speed and everything, but I do want to be able to access a helicopter ride if we've got to get another trip down. But at the moment, um, Anita Vella has been very generous with getting that helicopter made available to us. Um, but that, yeah. that money's going to have to get used to buy speed. And uh, again, I go back to having faith that the Federation is going to um, be able to make the good decisions to get that money out there. Because, I mean, I can't do everything. So yeah. no. that's why I try and give jobs to people that I feel confident in. So yeah. um, that, the information for the bank account for the Equestrian Sports New Zealand will be on their Facebook page. It'll hopefully be on um, their website as well. Um, yeah. And when you make the donation, I think uh, the reference word is Gabriel, and you just leave your name and also possibly your your number, so your, yeah. your registration number. Yeah. But anyone that wants to donate to help with what we're doing with um, saving these horses, It'll be very much appreciated if that money is directed to Equestrian Sports New Zealand. Um, but we have we have um, the New Zealand racing community has also um, sprung into action. My friend Alison Ritchie, she turned up on my doorstep yesterday morning because she knew I was starting to flounder with all the messages I was getting, and she said she'd been directed by Butch Castle, who's the CEO at Tiraka Racing. He said, "Go help Lizzie, do, make happen whatever she needs to happen," and that's so. I, I gave the job to Alison. I was like, find out what's happened to the racehorses, what's happened yep. to our racehorse trainers. Are there also um, harness racing horses down there? Uh, we need to just get get a you know touch base with these people. Um, she spoke to, I want to say, John Barry, who's a well-known racehorse yes. trainer, and he was able to say he was they were okay. Yep. Um, but, but then... As a consequence, things started to um, unfold with the racing sector and New Zealand racing and Dunstan got involved. And yep. they have made a $50,000 donation, wow. I believe, from their own fund. Wow. They, um, so there's, there's huge things going on. Yeah, yeah. But, um, Amazing. So those, yep. the two, those are the two ones at the moment. Um, and that information for the New Zealand racing sector that information can be found at the Love Racing website yes. and Love Racing um, Facebook pages. 
Great. Um, I'm Fantastic. sure it's on ZTR and the other ones, but yeah, brilliant. Uh, Love Racing was a good source of information. So. That I'm is, sorry if I'm getting a bit scattered with my... No, 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 no. This is, this is look, um, the, the, the old wireless, Elizabeth, has become very important, um, as we've found with the breakdown <laughs> in all sorts of communications, and what yes. you brought to the table is just a mountain of information, which is just uh, fantastic. Uh, I really appreciate it. You enjoy your, uh, your Starbucks, and uh, <laughs> we'll keep in touch, and, and thank you for the good work. No, thank you for helping us spread the word with what we need to do thank to you. help these horses and the goldfish and the cats yep. and dogs and the goat on the boat. Absolutely. Goat in the boat. There yes. we go. That is Elizabeth Charleston, who we spoke to on Friday. So that's uh, just, just just to bring you up to speed on that. But we thought it important that uh, that, that information is still so, so relevant. And uh, that Equestrian Sport NZ Flood Relief Fund there, uh, great people from Dunstan. Just people. We're just great. Well, I mean, fantastic what's happening in the Valor's uh, beautiful helicopter up there and things like that. Uh, yeah, just uh, make the... Yeah, make the old man here on the back of my neck stand up right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, fantastic work there. And, uh, well, still got plenty to go, and we'll keep revisiting what we need to. Uh, later on, we're going to talk to uh, Jason Smith, our Kuiper farm, a great friend of the show, and just to see what's been happening up in his part of the world as uh, well. So um, donate. If you want to donate, uh, we've got, like we just heard uh, from Elizabeth also, but you can... Uh, Text the word donate to 3920 and you'll get some avenues uh, in terms of what you need to or might like uh, to do there. We're going to be talking to our man, uh, New Zealand Farm Life Media Manager, uh, Tony Leggett, as well. Looking forward to catching up with uh, Tony. He'll have uh, no doubt some uh, some uh, in-depth insight to uh, the machinations that are going on and, uh, and, 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 and also no doubt uh, he's been close to these events for a long time so no doubt some uh, some good advice coming from Tony come up here on Rex your Rural Exchange the Sunday edition